Hey, good afternoon, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I got three of my favorite guys in the house. We're going to talk some time today. We're going to spend some time going through numbers, best players by numbers. We got Dave in the house. We got Zach in the house. We got Jason in the house. We'll tag all of them when this drops. Fellas, I'm so happy to have you on tonight. Thanks for joining me. Thanks Thank for you for us. having us. Yeah. That's going to be good time. time. So, so, so this was a concept that was approached to me, and I think this is a great idea. So let's let I'm just going to kind of moderate this. So let's just start with jersey number one, who wore it best, and then justify it. And we're going to kind of go in different orders. So, Dave, we're going to let you start out. We'll go to Zach and then Jason on this round. All right. So I'm going to be completely honest here. I have notes. Ah, I came ooh. in with a little placard. This is my little note card. Um, Good. I have Beautiful. two names for one. I'll go with one of them just for now. Um, I will go with the wizard himself. Yeah. Mr. Ozzy. Is because his fielding was impeccable. While he was not known for power, he was known for speed. He was known for fielding. And he was basically known for being into almost every all-star game in the 80s and almost every one of the 90s. His speed and contribution to so many clubs in the Cardinals organization during the 80s and the Padres club in the 70s really helped put him on the map and allowed him to reach the highest point of the mountain that is baseball immortality. Okay. Okay. Nice. I like that. What What do you think, Zach? Uh, you want me to do number two, or do you want me to talk? No, about no. Number just one? go number one. Tell me if you agree or disagree. If you got somebody else, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I know, you know, there's other players that have worn one, like Pee Wee Reese, for example. Um, you know, there's a lot of the earlier, very early, probably nineteen thirty one. But um, yeah, I mean, I would agree here. I think he's probably picking the right person for number one. For if we were to, you know, go one through twenty-five or one through twenty, however we get on this call, I think we're. Pick I think he picked the best guy for number one. Nice. What do you think? Absolutely. Casey? Yeah, I, you know, there's there's no doubt. Um, Ozzy fits the mold for the best to wear number one. I mean, nineteen years uh, career, fifteen All Stars, thirteen Gold Gloves. I mean, that's pretty solid itself and i believe he i think he walked almost twice as much as he even struck out which is pretty pretty good you know in that era um uh, probably second might be i would probably go lou whitaker number two or my uh second choice for number one um he was you know one of the most solid players of in the 80s in that detroit uh, double play duo but ozzy's definitely the the right choice for number one yeah, I, I agree with you, fellas. I I have much respect for the wizard. I will tell you one thing though. You know, uh go crazy, folks. Go crazy. 1985, knocking the Dodgers out of the playoffs. The Wizard of Oz, so I have to be a little tender with with that, but you know, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I don't believe what I just saw. Exactly. <laughs> Go crazy, folks. His one oh, home run in seven years of fell right? back, and it came off Tom Neen pure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Jason, we're going to let you go number two, Zach, and then Dave. 
Um, I know you guys are going to want to say Tommy Lasorda, but I, I get it if you Yankee fans don't say that. I'm pretty confident there's nobody that's more number two in the Yankee organization that's any good anyway. So, uh, Jason, we're going to let you start well, out there. There's a couple, <laughs> Hannah. There's a, there's a couple. Well, the obvious choice for number two is Derek Sanderson Jeter. You know, 15-time All-Star in 20 years, 3,400-plus hits. Um, there really is no second fiddle to uh, number two. I think, what, uh, 310 career average as well. But, yeah. Just that's automatic. That's just penciled in automatic every year. If we're going to do this, this it's, it's DJ for sure. Can't argue that Zach, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, you know, he donned it in 95. So I'm sure there was definitely quite a bit of other folks who wore it before that. But when you look at, um, you know, the comparison, you know, some of the Yankee greats like Babe Ruth, obviously might be the number three, right? Mm-hmm. in the one single uniform so uh something you know for the yankee greats so i i think that's you have to think about it that way and i think there's some awesome legends out there i'll try to keep this answer short i think there's some awesome yankee legends and i think judge is a future legend uh but when you start the game at what 20 or 8 19 something like that and you play till 42 uh, or something like that's special that's special and you don't see that happen much very more so i think it's going to be Derek jeter on this one i thought you were going to say bucky dead i was going to have a field day because (laughs) (laughs) i mean part of me agrees with you all i mean Derek is Derek. there's no if ands or buts about the contributions that he had to this game I'm going to hit the uh, turn back time machine here and go back <laughs> to the 30s and go with Charlie Geringer, the great second baseman. Ooh, um, honorable mention, honorable mention. Yes, out of, uh, obviously the honorable mention to Derek Jeter's number two. Yeah. yeah. But the way that he was able to just be so consistent in the 30s with Hank Greenberg sort of solidifying the right side of the infield was really something to behold. And he was known as the mechanical man for a reason. He could hit, he could feel, he can speed. He can do almost everything that a modern second day baseman can do. He also hit for power. He was, he was just absolutely insane when it comes to just being the person that he was. I mean, played for 16 years and, you know, finished within MVP voting in the top 10 for um, 32 to 38, almost six straight years. Like, you got to be, you're good. You're that good. Agreed. Agreed. No argument there. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So, Zach, you're up uh, first this go around, number three. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Yankees and I think one through five, maybe, you know, uh, but number three is going to probably go to the babe. Um, I mean, you're killing me, Smalls, right? The the autograph ball, the one over the fence and the dogs got in the mouth. I mean, Babe Ruth, I mean, was, I think, the symbol of baseball for so long. Absolutely. Um, my great aunt, bless her heart, I, I, you know, I think she told me this. She was lying to me, but I only discovered that when I was in my 20s. You know, she she would say things like, you know, 
I, I got to watch him play and I was like, maybe actually she, you know, and I'm like, all right. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, we hung out. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think about that one, right? Um, but it's, uh, you know, he really is like when you read about baseball and you learn about it for the first time, you learn about Babe Ruth. Right. And I think Hank Aaron deserves a lot of respect in that. I think honestly, hand in hand in terms of like baseball legacy as a sport. Uh, but yeah, I think number three, the, the curse of Babe Ruth, um, there's so much behind him as a pitcher, right. And a hitter. And then you see Otani do that now three but i know there's some others out there and i'm, I'm sure david's got an awesome suggestion coming up here in a minute yes yeah. mr homo you're you're up next yeah i love the notes I notes i brought notes to this love it well I, you gotta I bring wrote, notes to this i see your babe ruth i see the, the impacts that he had on the game and i do a slight honorable mention in the form of double x jimmy fox mm-hmm. that man was a goon and a half when it came to hitting the ball and fielding. I mean, when you can be both a catcher and a first baseman, what more could you ask for? That's I me. Mean, that's me in softball. <laughs> I can't. Be, I can't run anymore, guys. I really can't. I'm just... <laughs> but I mean, if you look at his stats, even when he was in Boston, I mean, he won triple crown in '35. Right. He, he like. Three-time MVP and the stats that he had, like 32 to 40, he was basically untouchable when it comes to just being the best at that moment. Like, you can't, like, yeah, you can say Babe Ruth for all the things that he's done for the game, but there's always the athletics back then playing second fiddle, and he Mm -hmm. got out of respect, double X, for all the contributions that he made towards number three he started as number three he ended as number four but that's besides the point uh number three for jimmy fox yeah yeah but jason you're the tiebreaker here on this one solid choice for sure i mean the logical choice you know like zach said is babe ruth just fill that in automatically um i there's no argument there but i also think that we should probably consider the great Minnesota slugger Harmon Killebrew. Uh, man, could that guy just mash. And I don't know if you know stat guys out there. He has a 60-plus war in his career. So, I mean, you know, that's that's uh, that ain't nothing to, you know, complain about at all. I mean, this guy had a uh, almost 600 home runs, and uh, I think that if you know he he would he could be on the B squad for the number three number for sure. Yeah, all those are great names. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those names. No, um, I, I mean, Babe is the like Jason, like you say, Babe is immediately who you go to, right? When you think about it, but Jimmy Fox, Harmon Killebrew, those are all guys too that you know, could be mentioned in that same jersey, right? Same and, breath, yeah. Yeah, and it and it would be hard to wear those jerseys, even if they unretired jerseys, which the Yankees may have to do here soon. I mean, my gosh, everybody's going to be right. I think the first 10 is jersey. gone. You know, so. Yeah, um, I have to use exclamation marks and question marks. <laughs> There's third I'm, digit, I'm, third digit. 
Before we go to number four, I'm going to take us back to number one for one second. I have an honorable mention here. Um, and this is okay. for you Yankee fans, too. Can you argue with Billy Martin? Mm. My God. No. The stress that that man gave. Absolute nightmares. Yeah. Just, oy. But, you know, I met his son, actually. Um, oh, you yeah, so uh, this is a few years ago. Right when I was starting my podcast, really, my friend was a GM for a local independent baseball team. And uh, he uh, and Billy Martin Jr. was working for him. And I didn't even know it. And I was wow. talking to him and uh, it wasn't until I saw the uh, frames on the wall about who he was, you know, and I was like, oh, light bulb. <laughs> right. Yeah. Had a really long conversation with him, probably like an hour or more. And super intelligent guy. Tons of. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I don't know. Maybe I could argue number one. I mean, I really, yeah. <laughs> I could, I, I think I could. Uh, it's good honorable mention choice for sure. Yeah, it, it is a good one. Yeah. The fiascos are memorable too. When you, when you, <laughs> yeah, they, they are. But when you look at teams that he managed that were terrible teams like Texas, like Detroit and how he turned them around, forget the Yankees for a second. Cause the Yankees right. had, that firepower. But when you look at those teams that he managed, that he turned around in his era, was there a better manager? And you, you'd be hard pressed to find a better manager, but David, go ahead. Go ahead. Sparky Anderson, Dick Williams. Um, no. Just the name of you. No. So tell me how many world series Dick Williams won in his managerial career. How many who? How many world series did Dick Williams win in his managerial career? He's the lovable loser. <laughs> he is. What's so funny about that is, uh, I if if um, oh my gosh, I'm, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Two. Who's the Astros' current manager? Dusty Baker. Dusty, Dusty Baker. Baker didn't get his first one. I think he'd be that lovable loser. That's Dick true. Williams has two, Dick Williams has two uh, uh, rings: seventy-two and seventy-three with the A's. With the A's, that's right. You're right. Yeah, he had that team in the A's, right? With yeah, uh, who was it? Charlie Finley on the uh, phone. Yeah, my uncle went to school with him. He's a jerk. There you go. There hey, you Bill, go. I got a question for you. What what yeah. time or how much time we got? Uh, well, I can go for another uh, fifteen minutes if you'd like. Fifteen okay. or fifty? Yeah, it wasn't fifteen. Yeah, okay, because uh, I found this really cool article that ranks that that it just recently came out early December that ranked uh, all the best players to wear certain numbers. Okay. Uh, so I, if we could get to five, then I can kind of share some details on this art. Okay. Well, perfect. Well, we're at number four right now. And I, I went to public school, but I think five comes after four, right? So I think we should get there. That is true. I went to public school as well. So maybe, I don't know. I, I was <laughs> homeschooled. I was homeschooled, guys. Jason's <laughs> like, man, I had to walk up the hill both ways, barefoot in the snow to school. That's right, uh, through the cactus fields, man, in the desert. Mm, mm. There, there you go. <laughs> All right, so number four. What do we got for number four? Uh, Hummel, you start us out, and then Zach and then Jason. Number four. Four is hard. Um, Easy for me. The, yeah, for, for, you, for you Yankee fans, it's absolutely. No, 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 no. Not saying anything, but. <laughs> You're jumping to conclusions, David. Like you're jumping to the conclusion that the Eagles are going to win that Super Bowl. 
I am not oh, going on that go. either. Ben. I'm glad I'm not a Cowboys fan, guys. Ding, wow. ding, ding, ding. So, and in this quarter. Right. So four? Yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Duke. Okay. I mean, he he was that piece that held the 50s Dodgers together. You had Pee Wee, you had Gil, you had Jackie, you had you had Duke, you had Campy, you had all these players and Gil was that centerpiece. He he could he could launch nukes that are still in orbit right now for all we know. And when he <laughs> when he hit it, like you know it's going. <laughs> you just know it's going. <laughs> he was that, that person that could really just swing for the fences and not have anyone care about it. He was also the guy that didn't take any crap from people in the stands. And so there's a good documentary about that, but I love it. I love the Duke idea. Okay, Zach, what you got for me? Uh, I mean, this little guy. Um, I mean, Lou Gehrig, come on. It's like it's pretty <laughs> simple. It's so simple. Um, I mean, I mean, it's this is what I was saying. There's gonna be a lot of Yankees on this list, but uh I always enjoy whenever I hear about Lou Gehrig, Greg, right, it's like uh it, it's you think about all the other bigger players too. And this is, this is a luxury of riches is it, I think that's what the phrase is. It's an embarrassment of riches. It's like, you almost forget about them because there's so many other stars too. You know, you think of Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra, and it's like, Oh wait, wait, who? Oh, that's right. Luke Eric too. Right. And it's right. like, it almost doesn't make sense. Um, how stacked that there's just the whole Yankee legacy in their franchises. So let me ask you this, Zach. You bring up a fantastic point. There's any other choice. Yeah. I'm sorry. You bring up a fantastic point. Let me ask you this question, though. Let's say Babe Ruth retired 10 years before he did. Hmm. Would we talk more about Lou Gehrig? Probably. I I mean, he's got more rings he can fit on than he can fit on one hand. So um, how many does Ruth have? Does he have six? I think he has six, but I think he has six. Eric yeah, Eric has, has the drip, man. Yeah, yeah, but I, so I, my, I my, yeah, yeah. First baseman would have lasted quite a lot, lot longer than than Ruth probably. Babe has seven, seven. But wow. My oh. point to that, my point to that question though is is to this day, Garrett yeah. will always live in the shot. Two things: one for disease, unfortunately, right, but. Two, and more importantly, he lived in the shadows of Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. So Babe Ruth retires 10 years earlier, and I think Lou Gehrig is the face of baseball for those 10 years. Just my personal opinion. The consecutive games played of 2,130, which is then surpassed by Cal Ripken, um, um, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Right. So uh, I, I could agree to that. I could agree to that. I don't know if 10, 10 years seems a little, a little too much, maybe five. I I would say I'm sure, you know, five is probably more appropriate. I think, you know, no matter what, he'll always be remembered for, for his impact. And then, um, you know, I wish people still did like the ALS challenge. I don't know why they stopped. You know, I think that's something that should be done a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm glad you brought up those two points. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Who's your uh, again? Automatic with with Garrick for sure. 
Um, if we're thinking like in my generation of players, I'm going Molitor. Um, if I'm going personal favorite, so um, that's just a personal favorite of mine. Bobby Gritch, if I'm feeling, if anybody asks me, hey, you want number four? You know, Bobby Gritch. But for sure, Garrick is penciled in there right underneath uh, Ruth. But yeah, I mean, we've got to give Molitor some consideration for his play during his generation. And, um, you know, the old Gritch guy with the mustache is my personal fave. You also got to give honorable mention to Mel Ott. Good point. So, but but I agree with you, Bobby Gritch. You know, when I when I think of number four for me personally, it's either Duke being a Dodger fan or or Bobby Gritch because I saw him a hundred times play with the Angels. Right. right? <laughs> and, so, and he was fun. He actually was at an event that I was at. I was supposed to go to a year ago and forgot about it. And I'm like, oh, I could hang out with Bobby Gritch for a while. Oh well. <laughs> next time. Next time. All right, so Jason, or I'm sorry, Zach, you're up next. Number five. Uh, number four. Yeah. Number five. Okay. Yeah, real quick on four, though. It has the most, it's the number with the most uh, Hall of Famers with eight. Oh, nice. Yeah, others have seven, so they're close, but it's the most. Nice. Good That's cool fact. Uh, but number five, who, who did you want to take that one? You first, please. Hot take, uh, Albert Pujols. Yep. I, I think uh, I think he's. I think this year he truly um, took over that number for me. With the with the with the last year he had and just the run he went on, just reminded me of old Albert Pujols and how how much of a beast he was in all the video games I would play. Uh, you know, and, and the fact he's just been around for so long and, you know, I didn't think we, we talked so many times about my podcast about it all the time. And, uh, after last, you know, 2021, I wasn't so sure. And then the shortened season, I wasn't even, you know, like, um, so yeah, I mean, to see it happen was super cool. That was, that was just, I was with my wife and then like I had been watching it all week and then we were watching something else. And then on the Apple TV, it like notified me in the top, right? Like watch out, you know, Albert just hit 700. And I was like, well, no, I'm going to watch him. I know he's about to come up the bat. And then like later on, we're, we're watching this, whatever we're watching. And it goes, watch, you know, watch Albert hit 701. I go 701. I go, how did he, so I go, <laughs> he had two home runs that same game. I mean, that was crazy. Who's done that. So um, probably just him. I don't know. I got to look at those stats, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Albert Pujols for number five. Um, Fernando Tatis Sr. hit two grand slams at Dodger Stadium in one inning. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. Yeah, no. no, no Park. Well, no, I mean, but who's gotten 700? And... It's probably just him. Um, yeah, I have a cool stat on this, but I'm going to wait. Go. I want to hear everybody's I want to hear everybody's okay. in, on go, opinion. Go ahead, five Jason. First. Um, again, we can run the table, uh, through one through 10 with Yankees and we can, we can absolutely go with, uh, DiMaggio, but, uh, you know, he, he fits the bill, you know, the gentleman that he was, um, and the way he played the ball game. Uh, but guys, what about Johnny bench? Yep. 
Ooh, you know, good. Uh, and, you know, two-time MVP, completely was the heart and soul, arguably, of the Big Red Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he revolutionized the catching position, um, even to where it is today. But um, you got to go with, uh, with bench in, in that spot. See, I yeah. like this is where the separation is. Right. The higher yeah. up you go, you know. I like that. What do you got, Dave? Oh, man. So I could go with Jason and say George Brett, or, or my bad, Johnny Bench. <laughs> um, or I could also say Jordan Maggio. I'm going to go with George Brett, you know, that, that lovable, lovable mullet of George Brett. He helped put Kansas City on the map for baseball. I mean, there's no, there's no Kansas City world without George Brett, and there's no George Brett in Kansas City. Um, the amount of power that he had, the only player to hit 303 different decades, I mean, over 3,000 hits, the AL equivalency of Mike Schmidt. There's, there's nothing else you can go wrong with there. I'm going with George Brett. I like that. I like that. Three different answers. I like that. I like yeah. that. Now, Zach, you said you had an article or you had a statistic yeah. or something you wanted to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's also Jeff Bagwell, by the way, for number five. <laughs> 15 years with Houston. But uh, no, this article came out. Um, Mike uh, Petrello on MLB.com. Every uniform number ever ranked by value and the most valuable jersey number. And which number do you guys think it is? Five. I read the article. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? I yeah, it's five. Six. Yeah, it's five. Thank Six, for the seven. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's five, six, seven, top three. And, wow. um, you know, the it, it's interesting to look at this. The wins above replacement collectively on the numbers. Um, 2000, I think, is the is where number five is. It's the top one. Yeah, it's... Um, wow. It was an interesting article. Zach, Zach brings up a good point to that article. I mean, it was when I read it at first, it was kind of, I got to admit, Zach, the first time I read it, I thought, boy, we sure have nothing to talk about in the offseason. But then the second time I read it, I was like, this is a kind of a stroke of genius. You don't think of this. Yeah. Stuff. No, you really don't. You really don't. But mm-hmm. I got to real. I got to admit, the first time I read it, Zach, I, I seriously was like, A, we got nothing going on. In the world of baseball today, B, this is an off-season article that would never be written from April to October. But yeah, then yeah, I read the second time and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh it's we're gonna the graph that they have is it goes like this, you know, and then it starts up for five, and then it kind of goes down a little, and then it drops all the way down to like, <laughs> you know. But uh, I'm sure this 90, 80 to 100 or 80 to 99 is going to go. It'll level up. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's because you guys are retiring everybody's jersey these days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's funny because uh, this graph that they have, they talk about players being afraid of wearing number 13. Right. And so like that only sits around a thousand, you know, but all, most of the higher up numbers, you know, one through. 38 probably are in the you know 1200 or more up to almost 1900 um and and how the numbers correlate i've seen a lot of players wear 24 and a lot of good ones wear 24 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's super interesting how, you know, there's only so many that wear zero, you know, uh, the impact is marginal. <laughs> the impact is marginal. Yeah. Trust me, when we get around to 13, 14, 20, there's some good numbers in there where we're going to have as, as our yeah. good friend, Jason Beck would say, a good water cooler debate. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. That's, but um, before we exit, let's do one more. Let, I'm, sure. I'm curious. So I love the fact that we got three different answers from all three of you on that one. And I think number six is the exact same way. Mm -hmm. um, because I'll, I'll bet you, I'll bet you a, a dollar that I, I know what Jason's going to say based on, based on <laughs> favorite players and people that he watched, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave it that to Jason, you're up first anyway. So number six, who you got? Uh, six for me um, is the Garv. Yeah. There you you gotta go. go Steve Garvey, man, for number six, man. He, 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 he's, he's Superman in a baseball uniform, man. If you think about it during the 1970s and 80s, he, he was the guy. I mean, he still has the, he just, when he smiles, he gets, you know, there's a sparkle off of his teeth. His hair is always in perfect place. And there's, you know, uh, the 1974 MVP, two-time All-Star MVP, uh, consecutive game streak. Uh, just a, a legend, man. It, it definitely six for me is the guard. I love it. That's a good call. I knew that was coming, by the way, boys. That's why I set that up. I hate <laughs> You know, I'll be here till Wednesday, tip the waitress. Um, I mean, literally, literally, I knew that was coming. That's also my favorite player, so I love it. Zach, who do you got for number six? Stan the man. Um, David might have had that one top of his, his note list. Um, just one of the greatest to play it, I think, truly. Yeah, let me see that yes. list. Yeah. Dan. Yes, Dan is there. Yeah, uh, is there. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a man that won three MVPs, seven batting titles, and 24 times was named to an all-star game. And here's the funny thing. From 46 all the way up to 63, he was in the all-star game. He was also an MVP voting for all but two, for three of those seasons. And, I mean, when you go to serve your country in the war, I mean, in World War II, you expect some sort of drop off. Stan said, "Hold his drink." He was able to <laughs> whack and whack and whack some more. And here's an interesting fact about Stan: not only does he share a birthday with the kid, his hit totals are distributed. He hit three thousand six hundred thirty hits. So if we do the quick old math or Rooney check here, three six three zero divided by two. That's 1,815. Those are the hits that he had at home and on the road in his career. Wow. So he was what? able to go bam and bam and bam, 36-30. And I want to say that he has a Purple Heart as well. Yes. Um, I believe, to, I believe he, he is, was a war hero. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make players like that anymore. No. <laughs> they really don't. In many no, ways, he, that's a good thing. In many ways, that's a good thing. That uh, stands a great, great. I mean, you can't go wrong. Uh, Jason's call with Garvey is one of those ones that I still can't believe that he's not in the Hall of Fame. 
I mean, he's got almost 2,600 hits. Um, I, I, he's one of the ones that when we bring back the uh, contemporary era 80s version of the um, Hall of Fame, 70s and 80s version right. podcast, I'll have you guys on here. We'll talk about it. But it's um, Al Kaline is another one, by the yeah. way. That's a great honorable mention um, out there in Detroit. So, yeah. um, but boys, I love that we got through the first six. We got to do this again, yeah. right? We're gonna have to, we got a long six. ways to go. Got and, a lot of numbers to cover. Yeah, and I and I can't wait until we get up to some numbers like Barry. I didn't take steroids, bonds. Um, <laughs> Alex, I swear I never cheated on my wife, Rodriguez. Uh, <laughs> I never gambled lows. Yeah, I never. Pete, I never <laughs> tried to get the Yankees in a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Pete, <laughs> Pete uh, Las Vegas is now going to have a team. We're sponsored by DraftKings, and the MLB umpires are wearing F, uh, FTX on their jerseys. Rose, right? Like, uh, I mean, we we got so much fun to talk mm, about. But boys, mm, I appreciate mm. it. Stick on for a second once we're done recording. But I appreciate you guys doing this. Um, let's do it again. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, Thank you. Sounds great. Thank Dave, you. Uh, Zach, and Jason will get tagged in this for you top fans. Follow these guys' pages. They do amazing things. Unknown Baseball Facts, uh, Louisville Sluggers, Bourbon and Baseball. And if you're not watching Bourbon and Baseball's yeah, Wednesday night you. show, you. you are missing out. I promise you when they get to the water cooler debate and the Legion of Dunn Facts, if you're eating anything or drinking anything, it's going to end up someplace <laughs> further away from your body than what you anticipated because these guys come up with some great stuff. And if you're not listening to Louisville Sluggers podcast, please do as well. So oh, thanks, boys, God. we'll have you never back on. out the Legion of Done. Never. <laughs> Wait till tomorrow, baby. Wait till tomorrow. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah.